Hello. All right. We lost we lost connection or something. Yep. All right. I'll just start again here and I'll bring you in here. Okay. All right. Welcome to the next edition of Morgan Yaspor Podcast. Here we are going to be week three pre- preview of Southeast Iowa high school football area teams. Uh, this week, a uh, couple changes. Tumble will have a game this week, and then Cardinal and Pekin are not playing. Uh, just kind of Cardinal uh, was looking forward to this game, but Pekin had some COVID issues this week. Uh, several area teams are starting to have that in area schools, and this week it got Pekin. Um, I know uh, Cardinal is just going to use this as a, as a bye week. They already had an extra game, and this is one of the reasons they did that, and it's coming to uh, maybe their benefit where they're not scrambling to look for a game. Just want to welcome in Zach again. Uh, he will be making the picks with me. Anything more, just kind of an overview real quick on this week's game. Nope, just looking forward to talking, you know, about this week's game. Just like you said, that uh, that's a huge blow for Cardinal, I think. Uh, obviously, that's a they've, – they've been kind of the doormat to peaking for probably three decades. So, you know, this is one of their bigger games. And, uh, you know, maybe the state will know that and maybe match them up in the – come playoff time yeah that, i was actually kind of thinking of that today they that would be you know depending on how the rest of the season goes out and they're going to try to you know not put two good teams together but they are going to look at geography really close and they're those two school districts are right next to each other and so it would not surprise me if they play you know in the first or maybe the second round if they can both get through uh the first round of the playoffs yeah i agree all right so we're just going to go ahead and Oskaloosa is playing Benton uh, Van Horn, but it is at Williamsburg because uh, Benton School District uh, is still dealing with uh, damage from the derecho to their stadium, correct? That is correct. All right, so I have Benton winning this. Um, I think it actually will be uh, handily. Um, You know, Oskaloosa proved a lot to us last week as we talked on Tuesday night. Uh, but I think uh, Benton is just going to be a little bit too much for him on Friday night. Yeah, I, I'm going to probably lean towards Benton as well. Um, just by, you know, looking at BC Moore here. I mean, they they lost to a Williamsburg team that's really good. And it was looked like to be a competitive game. So uh, I'm going to go with you and take Benton Van Horn as well. Okay. All right. And now we're going to go down to Pella versus Knoxville. And I'm just going to be honest, I feel real sorry for our good friend uh, Eric Keller, the coach of Knoxville there, because I think Pella might take it out, their frustration of the first two weeks out on them. Yeah, I don't see any way Knoxville can uh, win this game. Uh, I think they're going to have to try and find some small victories inside of that game. Uh, yeah, Pella's going to come out on, come out ahead on this one big and get their first win of the year. All right, and then another one that I do not think that will be close at all, Sigourney Kyoto versus uh, L&M, uh, Louisa Muscatine. Um, I just think this one, BC Moore has it, I think, at 54 points, and I think SK is going to be able to just name their score. Yeah, and I don't think Louisa Muscatine has much, and, and Sigourney's kind of clicking here early, and uh, I think they're proving they, you know, after their 8-1 uh, and one season last year and getting kind of – I don't know how you want to say it, but left out of the playoffs, they, they have a lot of motivation, and uh, I don't think they're going to take their foot off the gas anytime this season, and I see them uh, winning this one big time. 
yeah, unfortunately, you know, they have proof behind them. You know, if any team gets mad at them for winning by a whole lot, um, they have proof off of last year. Hey, we went eight and one and didn't make the playoffs. We have to do everything we can to get in the playoffs. Exactly. And I, and everybody does get in the playoffs this year. So a little different, but they want a high seed as they can and, and have the easiest way they can to advance as far as they think they should. Yep. I agree. All right. And this brings up a next very interesting game to me, just on paper and everything. Eddieville Blakesburg Fremont versus West Burlington. Uh, BC Moore has it essentially as a coin flip. Uh, West Burlington one and one on the year. Eddieville zero and one did not play last week, so you just wonder, you know, how much were they able to practice any, or were they not allowed to practice? I don't know that for sure. I'm assuming they did not were not allowed to practice uh, for several days there. So I'm going to go West Burlington, but you know, this one is just truly a coin flip. Well, if you look at that uh, BC Moore, though, they have uh, Eddieville winning that game against Pleasantville, and I think that's messing with this BC Moore. I think West Burlington wins this pretty easily, to be honest with you. All right. Well, I guess I, I guess right on my uh, coin flip, that might not be a coin flip game. Yeah. So I, I looked at the West Burlington uh, site just because what I was going through it. I was at Fort Madison, and then so I just clicked on the West Burlington. And so I actually never went to Eddieville's, you know, yeah, they got so, Eddieville beating so, Pleasantville 34 to 12. So that's making, I think, skewing the numbers quite a bit here. Yeah. All right. And now we're going to go. So you're going to go West Burlington big on that one. Yep. All right. And now we've got 0 and 2 Albia versus 0 and 2 Clark. Uh, about, I think, a four point spread here, according to BC Moore. Uh, I'm going to go Albia because I believe Albia has the best player on the field, kind of like what you did last week. Uh, but Clark, just historically, just is, is not very good at football. And so I'm going to go with Albia in that game. Yeah, just looking at Clark, they haven't scored a point yet. I mean, I don't know much about Southeast Valley or Interstate 35, but I know Albia is going to score points. You're not going to slow that quarterback down. I think he'll be able to put up 30 points at least on on Clark. And by the looks of things, they're still trying to get their first touchdown. So I'm going to go ahead and take Albia as well. All right, now we're going to move on to uh, Pella Christian 0-2 versus Central Decatur 1-1. I'm going to take PC big here. Um, Central Decatur put a hurting on Wayne the first week, uh, but then Adair Casey got their center, put a hurting on Central Decatur last week. Uh, so I think they're just kind of a mediocre team. And like we talked about in previous episodes, you know, Pella Christian is 0-2, but they're going to be just fine. They lost to two really good teams, and I expect them to – you know, if not win out, not lose very many of the rest of the way. Yeah, I think there's another team that's hungry for a win. And I, uh, you know, they might it might stay close early just because it's at Central Decatur. But I think PC pulls away by, you know, three or more touchdowns. All right. Now, Mount Pleasant and Fairfield. Uh, Mount Pleasant, pretty good 22-point uh, favorite here. Um, I think Mount Pleasant and the Panthers roll here. Yeah, I'm going to take Mount Pleasant to cover the spread of 22 as well. I think they uh, win this one uh, going away. I think Mount Pleasant's one of those sneaky 3A teams in the state right now that nobody's talking about really. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, the one thing just looking at their schedule, they do have Washington next week. So, you know, those coaches are trying to worry about Fairfield right now without the players looking ahead. So I, I think yeah. that they'll come out and take care of business early and uh, put Fairfield away and set up for a – Huge matchup next week. 
Yep. And, and speaking of Washington, we'll get to them next year against Fort Matt, Fort Madison, who is also two and zero. But uh, BC Moore has it probably the way it should, and what historically is what it's been. Fifty-eight point favorites for Washington. Now, I don't think they will win by fifty-eight, uh, but I think they win very, very handily here. Yeah, Fort Madison is. They, I think they are better than they have been, but I don't see them being able to to score. If they get over eight points, I'll be shocked in this game, to be honest. Uh, I see Washington winning this huge. Okay. All right. And now on to Davis County versus Williamsburg. And obviously this is at Davis County since Oskaloosa and Benton are playing at Williamsburg. Uh, but again, uh, Davis County is 2-0. and Williamsburg's 2-0. and But I don't think those 2-0s and are the same. Uh, and Williamsburg's going to roll Davis County here, I believe. Yeah, I think Williamsburg's one of the better teams in in our you know in this area, kind of regardless of class. I think they could play with a lot of three A and four A teams. I think this will be another blowout that we you know it's kind of been the the story of this week so far. But I see Williamsburg winning this big time. Yeah, unfortunately, this week uh, I do see a lot of blowouts on the schedule. And speaking of blowouts, the next one here, North Mahaska versus number one Grundy's Grundy Center. Um, I think Grundy Center just truly can name their score and do whatever they want. Yeah, this'll be this'll be over fast. It'll probably be thirty-five nothing after the first quarter. Um and uh, you know, hopefully North Mahaska can fi- find some moral victories and uh keep their keep the players motivated after getting a win and uh, hopefully find some more wins later in the year, but it's not happening uh, Friday night, that's for sure. Nope, and now we've got uh, Centerville 0-2 versus Seidel 1-1. I'm going to go Centerville here, Um, just history more than anything. Um, Centerville is just a much better football program than Seidel. And, uh, you know, Seidel beat Perry, who I think is really, really bad, and according to BC Moore, is one of the worst teams in the state, regardless of class. Um, So, I'm going to go Centerville, and I'm guessing if Centerville has the opportunity, they're going to try to do uh, whatever they can to Seidel to win by by a big margin there. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this would be my one game to maybe try to pick up a game on you, but I don't know. I To ever pick Seidel in football is a huge gamble. Um, so I'm going to just stay close to the vest this week and take Centerville as well and try to catch you later. Yeah, I don't know if this is a week to go out on a limb here. I just can't see it's it either. Yeah. And then next, uh, you know, surprising Van Buren, 1-0 and uh, versus Meepo, 1-1. Uh, and Again, another big spread, according to BC Moore. And I'm going to go Meepo and just kind of to put uh, Van Buren back on the loss column. But uh, it'll be a little bit interesting to see if Van Buren can stick with them uh, more than maybe I think they will. Yeah, I think we really a- don't know. I think there's a lot. I know that, you know, some Sigourney coaches are really looking at this game to just kind of see is Van, what does Van Buren have? Because I think that score last week surprised a lot of people. I think most people thought center or central Lee was going to go in there and, and blow them out. And they didn't. And uh, maybe Van Buren's a little bit better, but again, Mediapolis is another uh, football powerhouse. And uh, I think they're going to win. I just think the score is going to be what everybody's going to kind of keep their eye on. I, I agree. So you're going Meepo too? Yes. All right. And then, as we talked about earlier, Atumwa did pick up a game. They were traveling to Winterset 
I think Winterset was supposed to play Des Moines Hoover, and obviously with the Des Moines schools being shut down, um, you know, Ottumwa was supposed to have a bye, but they've got two games coming up that are, as of right now, canceled. They have Ames and then Des Moines uh, North later in the year. So they need games just to get still playing because they still are going to have two open dates uh, coming up on the schedule, and I'm sure they're still looking at games and trying to find other teams to play. Uh, but 0-2 Ottumwa versus 1-1 uh, and Winterset and uh, – 28 point uh, underdog for the Bulldogs. So I'm going to go with the Huskies of winter set. Uh, I hope it's close, but I don't know if it will be. Yeah, I think winter set uh, is probably going to be the best team at Tumble's played up until this point, and they haven't showed us much yet. So I see winter set winning this by, you know, maybe three touchdowns. I agree. Okay. That's really all the games we have for this week. Uh, we've, you know, there is no – we like we just talked about earlier, I mean, I just think, unfortunately, a lot of blowouts might happen this week. I hope uh, we can come back uh, next Monday or Tuesday whenever we do uh, the recap that maybe there is an upset or a surprising score that we can have a little bit to talk about. But just, you know, on paper and looking at uh, the games and everything, they don't look like they're supposed to be real close, but that's why you play on Friday nights. Yeah, I think our game of the week was Pekin and Cardinal, and we kind of lost that one. Um, right. I agree with that. Where was that game going to be played at? It was at Pekin and everything. I talked to Coach Miller, and he's looked back all the way to 1987, and Cardinal had not won since 1987. He goes, I haven't found back further than that. Yeah. But, so there's a, And there would have been a lot of hype on that game because Pekin's 0-2. You know, they were been thirsting for a win, and, you know, they have that kind of chip on their shoulder that they're going to beat Cardinal and, you know, Cardinal would have been thirsty to beat them for the first time. So that would have been a bit of fun game for you to call. Unfortunately, COVID uh, is going to go ahead and get the victory on that game. Yeah. Just like, you know, I, I listened to a Jamie, Jamie Pollard interview the last few days and everything. He's kind of been all over the radio and everything is and unfortunately COVID is winning everything right now still. So yeah, um, that's too bad. Wait. So, all right. Well, thanks a lot. Uh, anything else you just want to add or anything that you're looking forward to this week? I guess we do have college football. The Cyclones do kick off. That's one bright spot as of today. Yeah, uh, we got NFL coming. NFL is about the only thing I've got to look forward to. And so I just have a hard time getting into the NFL. I just, I'm much more of a college football guy. Well, we should... that's, only, that's only halfway this year anyway, so. Yeah, it's obviously a lot different this year, but at least we got, you know, a majority of teams playing. So hopefully we can keep them going. All right. Well, thanks a lot. And we'll talk to you again. All right. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Morgan. You asked for podcast. If you liked what you heard, please click the like button. And if you want to hear more from the podcast, please subscribe to the Morgan. You asked for podcast wherever you get your podcasts.